What's up, guys? Ryan Horn here, and welcome to the Extraordinary Man Podcast. This is the one and only podcast specifically designed to help married businessmen create more profit and purpose in their business without sacrificing their family, health, or marriage in the process. Each week, I interview some of the world's most extraordinary men, including seven- and eight-figure entrepreneurs, elite athletes, best-selling authors, and world-class speakers. Hey, what's up, guys, and welcome to another recap episode. So today, I'm going to be giving you a recap of my interview with Bamal Shah. So Bamal was born in Dayton, Ohio, but when he was just a couple years old, his family moved back to India. So he grew up in India, and then he moved back to the United States uh, to go to college, and he talked about how he literally worked five jobs in college. He didn't sleep. He made a joke about how he learned how to make money while he was sleeping because he had had a job. I think it was at the library or something where uh, he got paid just to be there and he would end up falling asleep a lot of the times. But uh, because of all that hard work, he graduated with no debt and with a bunch of money in the bank. And he had all of these job opportunities, uh, but instead he decided to go and become an entrepreneur. And so our talk centered a lot around this book series that he just wrote, it's 13 books long. That's a series that is meant to be used almost like workbooks over the course of a year for an entrepreneur. So every four weeks, so there are 13 four-week chunks in a year for exactly what to do if you're starting from square one and how do you take your business to the next level. So the title of the series is Becoming a Pioneer and his mission is to make 1 million pioneers. And the reason he likes calling entrepreneurs pioneers is because they pioneer things, right? Entrepreneurs are people that go and fix problems. So Bamal shared a ton of of really great wisdom, and uh, I'm going to try to break some of that down here. So one of the things he talked about was the fastest way to scale in, in basically the different ways. Number one is by being unique and being the only one, right? How can you differentiate yourself? Number two you got to think way bigger. Think about scaling exponentially, 20x, 100x, because most people just think about incremental improvements, right? But you got to think big. And kind of his whole goal with the book series and and just in general is how do I help you achieve your three-year goal in one year, which sounds pretty awesome, right? And so he talked about uh, the first book kind of lays out uh, going through what's your three-year vision and then also what's your 25-year vision. But uh, the 25-year vision is like your 25-year character vision. And what he means by that is uh, your vision for the type of person you're going to be in 25 years, not necessarily how much money you're going to be making or where you're going to be living or that type of thing. Um, and then also he talked about your five-year moonshot, which I love that phrase. And uh, he gave kind of the parallel between the the JFK speech about taking a man to the moon, right? So basically when you're creating a moonshot, you wanna have a timeline, you wanna make sure you set boundaries, et cetera. And kind of the JFK vision for that was, you know, when he made that speech way back when and said, hey, by the end of the decade, we wanna put a man on the moon. It was a crazy statement at the time, right? So that was his moonshot. So what is your moonshot for your business, your five-year moonshot? He talked about breaking the year down into four quarters and you're trying to make four big leaps throughout the year. But in order to leap, 
in order to leap far at least you have to be fit right so he talked about this business fitness test that he basically came up with and so it measures all these key functions um, of your business so you can see if your business is fit or if it's not fit on what areas you need to change and just going back to the moonshot real quick as well he talked about uh, a great way of figuring out what you want for your five-year moonshot is to kind of reverse engineer it and think back to if you were writing a pr article for your business five years from now what would you want it to say you know, if there was going to be an article on Forbes or something like that, entrepreneur.com, and it was a write-up about you and your business, what would you want it to say if it was a moonshot, right? And then he shared kind of the the summary of what each of his 13 books is about and walked through the timeline of over the course of a year, like I said, every four weeks. And his books are, like I said, they're kind of like workbook style. So you're going to be answering all these questions um, and he took a tremendous amount of time really to lay out the exact order that if you're going through the course of a year you know what should you do first second third what should you do on week four week 20 week 30 um, and he really went into some some great detail in the interview so I, I highly recommend you go check it out but he's also set up uh, more than just the books. He's got this thing, uh, I believe he calls it the Pioneer Club. Uh, and there'll be links to all this down in the show notes below. Uh, so if you buy the book, you get free access to that. I believe he does like two trainings a month. And you can network with other people around the world that have bought his book. Um, and they're kind of on the same track as you. And we also talked a little bit about time management. It's so incredibly important. And he talked about breaking your day into four quarters. He's like, if you think about it, like the Super Bowl, there's four quarters and there's a halftime, right? So your first quarter, your second quarter, your halftime, your third quarter, and your fourth quarter, right? And he kind of broke down uh, what he does in each one of those quarters. And then his halftime for him is kind of like reflecting and recharging and getting ready for the second half. So I love that analogy. Something else he mentioned that I really resonated with was talking about his book series again. So after the vision and you kind of get that set, your 25-year character vision and your three-year vision and your five-year moonshot and all that, he said most entrepreneurs, they hit this great wall of China, right? It's this big obstacle in the way. And he is 100% right. I mean, that's what happens to most entrepreneurs. So how do you eliminate the obstacles in front of you or get around them or over them, right? Because that's the only way you're going to be able to keep moving forward. And so when you hit that great wall of China, that's where a lot of entrepreneurs end up quitting. They're excited in the beginning and then boom, that first sign of something going wrong happens. You hit this obstacle and then boom, all of a sudden your business is done. And then I also asked him what his top business lessons are. He's been an entrepreneur for a long time. He's coached lots of other business owners. So he has a ton of experience and he's been very successful. So what he said is number one, ethical value creation right? Because customers are going to follow value. So focus on creating value for your people and good things are going to happen. Number two, he talked about focusing on making leaps. I already mentioned that earlier because so many people are thinking way too small. So you got to think bigger. And he said, you need to think about how can I 2X my business? And he was like, you know, if you don't have 10X thinking, you're not going to 2X your business. So I love that phrase that he mentioned. He also talked about not being afraid to share because, you know, he lays out his entire system over in these 13 books, this series, um, and basically everything that he does. 
And he's like, I'm not afraid if somebody is going to steal my stuff and try to pass it off as their own or that I'm giving my people too much stuff, right? Uh, and he said another great phrase that I love. He said, if you share, you grow. And the more you share, the more you're going to grow. And he also talked about how you need a team. You're not going to be able to do it alone. And then, of course, I asked him his definition of an extraordinary man. He said, it's someone who's physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally very strong. He talked about a superhero and how you have to almost become your own superhero, but you don't want to just copy somebody else, right? You can take elements, character traits from other people that you admire or that you look up to as examples, but ultimately you don't want to copy somebody else. You have to be your own person. And he also talked about how it's a person that gives value. And I totally agree with that. So check out Bamal's stuff. He has this amazing 13 book series that uh, we've been talking about here, as well as other books, other resources. And I will have links to all of it down in the show notes below. Guys, thanks so much for joining me on another episode of the Extraordinary Man podcast. Here's the thing. You're never going to maximize your potential on your own. So I'm personally inviting you to come and join me in the private Extraordinary Man Facebook group so you can level up your business and your life. Just head over to Facebook and type Extraordinary Man into the search box and it will show up as the first result. Iron sharpens iron and this is the number one place for you to connect with me and other like-minded men who are on a mission to maximize their potential. My goal is to help you become the man God created you to be in all areas of your life. So come and join us in the Facebook group and upgrade your business and your life. I'll see you on the next episode.